Hey folks, this is Adam Mock from Major Watcher Podcast with a quick call to action in case you guys ever want to drop us a line, get a hold of us, and just become friends. We'd love to have you. So our email is feedback at majorwatcherpodcast.com. Easy as that. Our Twitter is Watch, Just as easy. I'm at ad underscore mock. Mel's at spoopity boop. S-P-O-O-P-I-T-Y-B-O-O-P. On Instagram, Podcast. Mel is Mel dot O H H dot dramatic. So Mel O dramatic. And I'm mock underscore Adam. We also have a TikTok channel called Major Watch a Podcast. And we also have a YouTube channel called Major Watch Podcast. It's easy as that. So drop us a line, give us a request, talk to us. We'd love to hear from our fans, and we really love you guys. You've been wonderful. And we can't wait to hear from you. So until then, I've been Adam Mock, and we're going to start the show. Do you want to do a podcast? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Adam Mock, a 40-something-year-old film critic, and I just watched some real nonsense. I'm Melanie. We are a 27-year-old writer, and we're today we're watching the sequel to one of my favorite movies. Ugh. Sequel to it. The sequel. Not my, not one of my favorite movies. <laughs> a sequel to it. And we're about to make you watch. A podcast. Welcome back to Made You Watch a Podcast. And this week on the show, it was Melanie's turn to choose the movie for me. And what did you recommend, Mel? Well, I'm cold all day, every day now. <laughs> it's, it's just my state of being. So I decided that we were going to watch Frozen 2. Oh, the God. reason... That I said that we had to watch Frozen 2 specifically. It was because a ways back. Uh, happy one year anniversary of the podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. It happened, what, was it February 28th? Something like that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's when we, we put the trailer up. We let without much fanfare. <laughs> um, but we're actually going to be celebrating because this, this is like an ode to one of my favorites. And we're going to be doing, for your birthday, we're going to be doing something special, oh, which yeah. we'll get to later. Because we did Little Mermaid for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be watching one of your favorites for yours. But again, we'll get to that at the end of the podcast. So, you know, if you're, if you're eager to find out what it is, you, know, you got to stick around. Oh, I'm the birthday boy. Or press that little 15 second fast forward button a bunch of times. But don't do that. Don't Listen do to that. us talk. It's yeah. fun. All right. So... Frozen 2. Oh, oh Figgy, what a sound that was. Yeah, she likes to jump. She's so chirpy. And I <laughs> noticed she only gets chirpy when the sun starts dipping below the buildings. Yeah, she gets a little crazy at night. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be posting more pictures and videos of Figgy and Lenny and George also, the podcast cats. All right. So, as you can see, we really want to talk about this movie. Mm. Oh, my God. This movie's Freaking terrible. Look, this, I, oh, hold on. We got to do our thing now. We're instead of saying the F word. Oh, yes. We are going to edit in the word frozen. I mean, I'm going to try not to say it at all, but <laughs> that's that's my goal. So Mel is going to say frozen. And then that way, if we drop an F bomb, I can edit this in for the kids. Do they really need to hear this part? <laughs> oh. Frozen. Frozen. That works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, doorbell. I have a crazy doorbell. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh. You made me chop up chunk of popcorn. <laughs> Far away, as north as we can go. 
once stood an enchanted forest. You've seen an enchanted forest? Yes, it was a magical place, but something went wrong. Since then, no one can get in or out. What would I do without you? You'll always have me. Has Elsa seemed weird to you? She seems like Elsa. There's this voice. Voice? What does that mean? Head for the cliffs! I'm gonna blow! I've got you! The kingdom is not safe. Find who is calling to you. They may have answers. I'm going with you. Anna? No. Excuse me, I climbed the North Mountain, survived a frozen heart, and saved you from my ex-boyfriend. So, you know, I'm coming. Where are we? <gasps> How did you get in the forest? The mist parted for us. Impossible. Where did you learn magic? Elsa, get out of there! You can't just follow me into fire. Then don't run into fire. Magic is very alluring. Without you, she may lose herself to it. Quick question. Is the whole putting us in mortal danger gonna be a regular thing? As you can see, we really want to talk about Frozen 2, which this is... Can, what is this about? Um, I watched this. I watched the Everything Wrong With twice, and I watched. Um, I think Screen Screen Rant. They do um, the pitch meeting, and they explain the movie like how they would have pitched it. Oh, I love those and the nonsense. The, that's all this movie is is nonsense. It's just a lot of stuff that they seem to like stitch together. Look, I can feel. I can feel where the plot is. I can find it in the dark because I, I, I'm a writer and that's like what I do. I can see what they were going for. I can also see that they needed like one or two more drafts, like full, like we, we need to go through and re-edit this and like rework it before it was done. There were scenes that were in it that shouldn't have been. There were scenes that they cut that I thought very much should have been in the film. Or they could have just watched The Fifth Element again. Because and that, just Because that's all this movie is, is The Fifth Freaking Element. And the reason I assigned this movie to you instead of Frozen 1 is because you showed me The Fifth Element. And I watched The Fifth Element and I was like, oh, this is Frozen 2. I forgot. That was so long ago. That you was like... It. You can go like in f- there and pull out a soundbite of me saying, Adam, this is I Frozen 2. I think that 2. was our fifth episode. Go ahead. Go in there. Pull out the soundbite. Throw it in there. You'll hear me saying it right now. <laughs> I'll have to try. There's only four elements. There's earth, wind, water, fire. And there's a fifth element that you later find out is a person. Mm-hmm. And she's, Which, by the way, is very Frozen 2 for anyone who has seen that. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have not. I barely got through Frozen 1, but we'll talk about that at a later date. That uh, gave me just some <laughs> evil. I'm glad you can't see my face right now because it was actually, it was just pure evil. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it, it, like I'm watching this thing, and even in the beginning of the movie, they talk about the, the the there's five elements, but in this there's only four elements in the beginning, and you see because you know the four, four elements, but you see four rocks that look just like the ones from the fifth element, 
and a horse. What is the water horse? I don't know. The, I think there's some there's some Norwegian myths they, there. That is the one thing that this the first movie got wrong for me as well. Is they don't explain the legends. Like those rock creatures, the rock uh, trolls. The trolls. Not the not the big ones, the little ones. Mm-hmm. They never explained them really in the first movie. And I watched it twice. I don't know where the hell they come from. I know they're part of, is it North, Norse mythology? Norse mythology. Um, I know they are, but you have to. No, t- not Norse mythology. That's wrong. Or is it, um, I forget. No, wait, no, it's right. It's North myth- Norse mythology. I'm sorry. You're right. Okay. It is. I, at it's, at it's this point, Norse. I don't care because this is terrible. it's Norway. It's all but, set in Norway. Yeah, but they don't explain it. And I'd like to know about those characters a little bit. And- to be fair, they don't explain the mythology in other Disney movies either. But, so at least it's their standard. That's not, I mean, it's not true. They always kind of give you a basic. Do they? Have you watched Hercules? Yeah. All of it's wrong. They don't bother explaining it oh, Hercules, because most of it's wrong. Hercules is just a ridiculous movie, but it's fun. It's fun. It's just, they, they, it's all wrong. They took, yeah, they took that mythology. That is not the myth. They took mythology and ran with it. They just made their own thing. It's, so, but they didn't explain the Titans. But, but they make this so, like, it's it's so, everything's so important and the magic and this, but we're not going to tell you why any of this works. It's just the wind comes along and it pushes you where you need to go, like well, the ocean in Moana. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to nitpick here because I feel like you're complaining about something that you you think is good in other movies where you're like, it just happens. It's just part of the story. They don't need to give you the logic behind all of it. The magic's just there. But I don't understand that. Like, what is the, like, Elsa's so undefined as a character, as, like, her magic powers are not defined. Well, I think that's what this movie was supposed to be about. But they weren't defined in the first one either. I think in the first one they were very much defined. Well, yeah, she has ice powers. In this, she can now control water, too. And this, and it's like... But why? Oh, because of the... But why? And it's always... Every step of this movie, you're going, but why? And they go, don't worry about it. I really don't know what you're getting at because it feels... It's- I don't... I just... The whole movie, I'm, I don't know what's going on because there's a bunch of crap going on. They put. They threw too much stuff in the background. It doesn't stop. It's just constant information. And it's all really convoluted, weird stuff. It's it's like... I would argue that they're trying to explain too much. And the yes. reason you feel like something is missing is because they're doing a bad job. They're they not, could have explained less and I would have accepted more. They could have just cut a lot of the stuff out. Like, not all this stuff had to be in there. You know, like... Yes, a, a lot, I agree. It's just it, it, it's just this Let's muddled... Let's start getting specific. Because I feel like we're being, we're being very non-specific I, right I'm now. Because I'm so confused. I'm so confused. All right, so the movie is... They flash back to when they're kids and having fun messing up their parents' it good nice wood. Messing up their parents' nice wood floor with a snow pile. Thanks. It's actually, the same as the first movie. <laughs> Is it? It's I don't. Just, it's the exact same night. Yeah. Okay, and then why doesn't the mother ever just tell the kids that she's from the other? This part, that part, I don't get. I don't know why the mom. It's just constant secrets. Just. Elsa never tells Anna anything. Anna never tells her boyfriend anything. The boyfriend can't even propose because he's an idiot. I mean, their parents never taught them how to communicate. At least it's symptomatic, but I understand the complaint. But it, it's ridiculous. They just, it's its always, no, I got to do it myself. But why? I'm here to help you. Then why did you bring me along? If you want to keep doing shit yourself, don't bring me along, you dumbass. It just, 
It's enragingly bad writing. It is because the same conversations keep being had. Like you say that and I'm like, oh, well, that's the theme. You're just describing, you're complaining about the theme, but yeah. it's not because it's not written well. It's all surface level. They're having this conversation. The conversation Adam is describing, it's not subtext. They basically verbatim say those things to each other. And it's, it's, it should have been subtext. It's, it's, it's like written by nitwits. It's just a like shame it. because the first one, the writing was so good. I don't think it was written by nitwits. I really no, the don't. writers aren't bad. The writers I are. I really think that it's just, it's probably Disney rushed the script. It felt like the movie wasn't done. I mean, Jennifer Lee did Wreck-It Ralph. She had the story by for Zootopia. She did the first. Um, oh, did, no, Jennifer Lee is brilliant. I'm not questioning her. You know, I mean, the other guy was Hans Christian Anderson. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> you know? I, you know, it's. It very much seems like it wasn't done. It, it, no, it wasn't. It needed about two more pass-throughs, and as we get into the specifics of the movie, I think I can tell you what they needed to fix. There's six writers on this movie. Yeah. That's why it's bad. What? Because no, 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 no. Six writers on this movie. So? I mean, okay, it's not a TV show. Why do you think there's so many ideas just shoved into two hours? You know, an hour and 43 minutes. It felt longer than that. I mean, I was... This I I had to stop this in the middle and take a break mm. and kind of go what's going on because I didn't uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what the story is and you're gonna tell me if I'm right or wrong okay okay so you find out that there was a place in the woods uh it was like another land what were they called the sorry with an N shoot the nest I don't know I, I I, it's just so, it's such nonsense. I can't even, I couldn't even remember the names in this movie. The Nostra. It was, it, it was like a weird, whatever. Hey, no, 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 no. This is important because <laughs> we're going to have to say this a lot. Yeah, I don't know true. why I can't, because I just watched Roll Bounce and nothing else is in my head. Oh, there you go. Um, just Googling Frozen and the other forest people. The Northuldra. So the Northuldra are kind of like um they're yeah native american yeah like our equivalent of native, no i'm they're saying just, our equivalent of like native americans they like they, they live off the land they native american was the wrong term but you get what i mean it's norway well the, the, like you, um, i was trying to think of the closest equivalent off yeah, the top of the, my head uh probably ethnically somewhat similar at least like evolutionarily they were around the same um latitude line or is it longitude line mm. so their like skin is similar colored because of the sun exposure blah 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 yeah and they're they're kind of like the woodsy people. They they are in contact with the land and like they're kind of like the term is not Eskimo anymore. That's Inuit. not right. Inuit. I Thank you. I believe it's Thank Inuit. Thank you. Inuit. Yeah. That was it. It's sort of like that culture, and they just you know they 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 have their legends and things like that. And Elsa and Anna's grandfather took the dad, their dad, the king, to see them. Yeah, there was like a, a great meeting of the peoples. They built this dam. They wanted to build a dam. They yes, okay. The people in the, the frozen kingdom are Arendelle. They built yes. a dam to dam off the uh, uh, the fjord mm-hmm. so that the water levels wouldn't rise every season. So they could build a kingdom there or whatever. Um, this and after it was built, they like built it as a great show of like trust to the people to strengthen the natural magic they use just to cultivate the land. And it was going to be a great meeting of the peoples. But then the chief pulls the the king aside. And, and I don't know if I should be giving away this information yet because this is what's revealed at the end of the movie. The chief pulls the king aside. He's like, uh, dude, this is uh, not strengthening our magic. It's making it weaker. We got to do something about this. And the king is like, oh, oh dear. Okay. And then he kills him. 
And they all got locked in. And then after that happens, there's like this great battle and like the spirits get very angry because the show of friendship became a show of like anger and it was a war. And so, yeah, anybody who was there got locked into the forest and there's a great mist and nobody goes in or out. So it, what the, the magic got pissed and blocked them all in. Yes. Kind of like you have to live together for 45 years. Yes. But this mystical young girl who had been like playing with the wind, who the father saw and ran off with, she, Airbender. she threw him. No, because they don't bend the elements. The elements just kind of help them because they're friends. They don't have control over them. It's not like that. It's like the ocean and Moana. Yes, exactly. Which that always made me mad because the ocean was the hero of that movie. <laughs> the, Moana doesn't do anything. She, ocean, she just keeps falling in the water and the, the ocean, ocean just keeps saving help, her life. Clearly get, the ocean needed help. He was the carpet, man. He was the carpet for Aladdin. He was the carpet. He's the carpet from Aladdin. That was the personality, you're right. (laughs) Um, So yeah, anyway, the elements are just like characters. And it's actually funny. They do give the elements rather specific personalities. Gale. Gale. Like the the wind. wind. The the wind is very playful and like kind of easy to rile up. Fire can be like warming, but like if you let it get out of control, it's rage. And it's a little lizard. You calm it down and you find out that it's actually just fear. It's just a cute little lizard that keeps licking his eyeball. A little toy that they make. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I wish that was a toy. They really don't sell it. I, I would have bet- bought it. I bet you I could find one. I, um, the, 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 then, then, then the horse water. The ho- water horse is like that's dumb. Kind of vengeance. It, I, it, I'm pretty sure it's based on a Norwegian. That myth. looked like the. It looked like what they did in Lord of the Rings when the river when um I forget. Uh, Liv, I haven't seen Liv, all those movies. Liv Tyler's character basically turns the river into a bunch of like raging horses. That's cool. And it just looks, that's basic. I'm looking, I'm going, why does this look familiar? And I'm pretty sure that was a scene in Lord of the Rings, but. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with an animated movie for children taking elements was, of other movies. You know what it was? It was too many weird things happening at the same time. Which so you, it, it's like, it's like when you show your grandparents Star Wars or like, a, like and they're just like, I don't get what. Oh, trilithium, this and the, and it's a hyper, what? You make the point that like there were six writers. There's and too much world to building at the same time. Yeah. And that was my biggest issue is I'm, I'm getting lost in one story, which is, um, uh, Christoph trying to propose. Which, and it's just oh a basic, nice, God. that was the stupidest thing. They was like, we have nothing for him to do. Literally. Meanwhile, and it was so annoying. And like, okay, yes, Jonathan Groff deserved his own song. He could have learned about his people more. Yeah. Okay, Christoph was clearly North Aldra. Yes. Before. Why wasn't that included? That's my point. They, they missed so many things that could have made even Frozen 1 make more sense. Or like, if he wasn't North Aldra, he was from a very similar tribe. They could have keep, kept building this world if they just took the time to sit down and just do a script Bible. But it was very clear <laughs> that like they wrote all these good songs that they didn't want to cut. And that was like their top priority. And, and that's fine. I mean, that's but, part of Disney. Look, and I don't have a problem with that. <gasps> Kristoff's 80s power ballad that was, kind was of fun. great. It was funny, but I don't remember it. I understand why they didn't cut that. Best, funniest part of the movie. However, they should have cut it for the plot. Yes. It didn't need to be there. It was a pointless song. It, it it absolutely did not advance anything. It was rehashing feelings that we had had in a very stunted and emotionally yeah. underdeveloped conversation from yeah. Anna. Like, her fears that they they threw in there for her to be nervous about. Like, oh, I'm worried that, like, I won't be enough. And, like, but 
sister, you got over these in the last movie. You're a princess and you're worried about being this dude's some some schlub who cuts Ice's wife. Oh, see, it was like bad fan fiction. It was just out of character. Like Anna is so much more confident than this by now. What happened? They made her. They made her like. How old is she supposed to be? Um, In the first movie, she was 18, and Elsa was 21. In this one, Elsa is Elsa's 24, and she's 21. I would have said she was like 15 years old the way she was acting. Yeah, like they they just dumbed her down, and she's awful. I don't. I don't. And in the scenes where she's alone or she's leading Olaf, she's great. But all of a sudden, they put her with Kristoff, and she's a ditz. Let's talk about Olaf. I. I know you, you got to make an Olaf. You need your Olaf. You need that cute character that sells the toys, but also that comic Look, relief. Here's the thing. Olaf was just, if you ever watched Next Generation uh, Star Trek, when the robot Data got an emotion chip and it never worked right, <laughs> that's all they did with him. It was just... Oh, I love roses and life is grand and we're going to have a great day. Your parents are dead. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, so I'm going to tell you about how your parents died right in front of Olaf you. Olaf doesn't have any, uh, doesn't understand emotional regulation oh, or social cues. And they, do, But you could have done something more with that. And they just used it as a comic beat. And it made really funny situations uncomfortable and really uncomfortable situations funny. And it didn't work. Um, yeah, it, here's the thing about Olaf. I when I saw when I saw all the ads for the movie, I was like, I'm gonna hate this guy. <laughs> the um, first one for the first one. Okay. Then I saw the movie and I was like, I lied. He's the cutest little thing ever. He just represents the love between two sisters and their childhood and like what the fun between two of them was like. Yeah. I, they. He turned into a minion. Yes. They overmarketed him. Mm-hmm. He got flanderized as a character. He's got more movies than they do. Yes. <laughs> he was flanderized as a character and used to sell the movie to children yeah. who can't tell Anna and Elsa apart, which is like my niece. She loves Frozen now, which makes me so happy. Oh, no. But I called my sister at Christmas. I was like, which one does Zoe like better? Did she like Anna or Elsa? And I was like, I, she was like, I just asked her and I don't think she knows the difference. That's adorable. And I was like, okay. But it actually worked out because I wanted to get her an Elsa costume um, and they were out of her size because she's like four she's a size four she's three um and they obviously didn't have any more because every little girl loves elsa but she i got her in on a one instead and it fits perfectly she looks so cute in it that's adorable anyway (laughs) i i've gone on a tangent oh they flanderized olaf yeah olaf Um, olaf's a product now he's nothing more than a product that just gives you bumper sticker advice and it's a shame because he was kind of the heart of that movie he he was so he was a lot like in um, the thing in Inside Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, imaginary the, ele- friend. the elephant friend. Yeah. Bing bong. Bing bong. Just didn't really understand life. Mm-hmm. Was it, it was created for happiness. Yes. But now has to live in a real world. Yeah. And he's kind of the, the child of the movie. And Olaf, to his credit, at the beginning of Frozen 2, when they're like, doing the opening thing and like Anna singing some things yep. never change and all that that was off key um <laughs> you just ate popcorn it's, it's fine. fine um so the, they're setting up an emotional journey for him yes. where he's like okay i'm gonna like learn how to be a grown-up i'm gonna learn about emotions but then they use him as a comedic crutch so often that it really dampens the journey he's going on he feels like he's stoned the whole movie. Yes! And slightly oh, on caffeine. I've never been able to put my finger on it before. He's it's- like, he, he, he drank a soda and smoked a J. And, cause yes! 
everything. Not he, a soda, like an espresso. He's just kind of looking at the world like it's this groovy thing, man. And then the next minute he's like, oh my God, what's that over there? Did you know that oh, water has memory? That the was worst, stupid. most shoehorned thing I've ever heard in my life. Hearing that line made me angry. <laughs> that because was so it was, dumb. I was like, oh, okay, so that's going to be important later. So They couldn't have, a, they just threw Chekhov's gun at your head. And they even say, yeah, basically every, was it every four animal every drop of water has gone through at least four animals yeah and i'm just like great <laughs> like i didn't i didn't need to think about that thank it's you it's just it's it's just oh, it, it was lazy it the, was lazy ugh. writing <laughs> it makes me so mad because i know they're capable of better and and why was El- when all right so they now decide they're gun- yeah we haven't really been summarizing this well, Allow we, me we were kind of going through the character flaws first yeah okay and so the grandfather screwed over these people, and that's the story that's the you story. find out at the end. And Elsa's going on a journey because Elsa is like, she's really happy with the way, th- and I can relate to this. She's really happy with the way things are and the way her life is now. And like, she finally knows some sense of peace and comfort. But and some- family. And family. But something deep within her still knows that something's missing, and she's not done with this journey yeah. that she's on. And there was, there's more to discover about herself. But she knows that the second she starts to touch this again, it's going to screw everything up. She's going to be inconveniencing her family again. She's going to be the center of attention. It's going to be about her. She's going to be the one causing problems with all her weird powers and like as much as she needs to go on that journey she's like can i sacrifice this piece that i finally have for the first time in my life and what she had to go on the journey because she heard a voice calling to her she just heard evan rachel wood in the distance go no oh it's worse (laughs) oh god that went through me like a dentist not you not you doing it no the sound that sound through the whole movie I think I had one my I had my earbuds in at one point and I was like, nope. I took them right out. I was like, no, I can't do this. My whistle's not very practiced. It was and then the elements go ham on the town one night. Essentially. They're all well, first off, they're all living together. Kristoff the snowman. There's a castle. They have the castle, Elsa and Anna. They're all living together with the and they got the moose. Look, to be fair. Reindeer, reindeer, sorry. To be fair, you are the queen. Your younger sister. You got that whole castle. Is to the yourself. princess. You have the castle to yourself. Her boyfriend lives in the woods. I thought he lived at the castle because he was sleeping over to do, uh, whatchamajun. Oh, they were playing no, charades. No, I mean before. Oh. I mean before. Yeah, he lives in the her woods. Her boyfriend, her new boyfriend, who woods. just saved your life, kind of, lives in the woods. <laughs> He's got to move in. He's got to move in. <laughs> I know. It was just weird that they're having game night. At the end of that day, at the end of Frozen 1, they're all on the boat, and they're going to say goodbye, and Kristoff's like, well, good night. And Elsa's like, excuse me, where are you going? And he's like, "Eh, home to my tree. And they're both like, your tree? We have 50 rooms. He's such a wasted character. He really is. Yeah. And I I like the character. I do. I love Kristoff. He's one of the best Disney princes they ever wrote. He's, But he's just a, like, he's just put in dumb situations that make him look stupid. And, and you, it's like, stupid. but you already have like three comic reliefs in this movie. You got your little lizard guy. You got, Ow! you got the reindeer and you got Olaf. Yes. You have your comic reliefs. Why are you making the only male in this movie a complete buffoon look, who can't even talk to his girlfriend? Kristoff's a goofball, but like he's not. Okay. Here's what makes me mad. I guess it's because he lived in the woods his whole life. Like here, I'm just going to give him that excuse. They do give you that. Yeah. Here's what makes me mad. He had a good proposal scene with Anna written, and they cut it. 
Oh, did? Oh. They had a song. Oh. Oh, Adam, I have to play you the song. <laughs> We're going to take a break. No. Come on. Come on. Come on. No, no it's no. so cute. I don't want to. Don't do it. I have to show it to you because you're going to see it and you're going to be like, wait a minute, this would have fixed. Why wouldn't they? You're going to see what I need to see. Was that cute or was that cute? No, it was cute. Uh, actually, we, we were kind of like talking through it. It's better than the ballad. Yes. In terms of story. Story. It's got way more animation in it. Like, I mean, you're basically bouncing through him trying to propose in this really beautiful setting, he's look dressed up, up. Yeah, on YouTube, look up Get This Right, Frozen 2. You can watch yeah. the whole storyboard. It, it kind of sounds like a Billy Joel song. A little. It's it's not bad. I actually, I, I, I like the ballad only because of the reindeer's talking joke. <laughs> that was the only thing I really, really liked about it. And maybe that one guitar riff, which was so out of place. Uh, <laughs> you know Weezer did a cover. For the, and they're they dressed up in the costumes. Of course. And Kristen they. Bell runs in dressed as Anna at the end. Of course they did. <laughs> they all look like dads, That's too. F- they're so old. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, from Weezer. You were at one of my like favorite concerts. It's just, you know, you, <laughs> you see the music videos from, from the beginning, and then it's like, oh, wow. Age. So, <laughs> it's a tricky mistress. Trust me. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that song. I thought it... Uh, that would have been at the end, right? I imagine. Like, Here, okay, I'm gonna. T- I'll, I'll tell you. Honestly, I would have. What I would have done tell was. Tell me what you would have done because I, I I want to know if it's the same as what I would have done. You hit the credits, directed by blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, yes! Josh Gad pops up and goes, "Um, I think we forgot something." <laughs> yes. And all of a sudden, that song plays. Adam, credits. that's perfect. The Josh Gad, the Olaf popping up. I think we forgot something. That's like the missing link. I was thinking. He does, that, you watch these two the credits, right? Because there's post-credit scenes in both movies. Where well, Josh Gad is oh, talking yeah, to the giant. Um, marshmallow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's okay. always marshmallow. I sat through because I thought there'd be something cuter. Yeah. Because that proposal at the end, the one they do at the end of actual He's Frozen just, 2. They're both all grimy and he just hands her a ring. It literally, Elsa has just shown up again. They just found out that she is not dead. They don't even give her, them a moment to process this. Yeah. And Kristoff's like, let me add on to this moment. They don't give them the moment they deserve. This was one of this is one of Disney's best couples. Let them have their time. Yeah, they're fun. They're a they're fun so couple. They're so cute. Yeah, they're like they're two, just best friends. It's like if you have two Aladdins. <laughs> Because Jasmine was a dork. Because Jasmine was more put together than uh, Anna. Aladdin's also a dork. That's what I mean. It's like having two Aladdins. Because Anna's just like him too. She's a complete like nincompoop at times, but she's smart. Others, you know, like that was (laughs) Aladdin. So where were we in this movie? We we didn't even really start. Okay, so why are they going on? Oh. Because the elements come to town and start wrecking things. Yeah, all of a sudden, Elsa gets, like, warned one night after they're playing charades. And, like, Kristoff's, yeah. like, trying to propose, and then he doesn't. And he, like, chickens out, because Anna's like, something's wrong with Elsa. And Kristoff's like, ah, Elsa's getting, Elsa's good. <laughs> Clock blocked again. Clock blocked. That was a meme from, um, they have this scene at the end of Beauty and the Beast where, where uh, oh. Lumiere's trying to talk to Babette and then Cog- Cogsworth comes in and he's like, well, my old friend should be let bygones be bygones. And it was one of those really early internet memes where it was just bold italics underneath and underneath it said clock blocked. That's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, she, she, Christoph gets effectively clock blocked by Elsa, but like they're trying to make it like it's a thing and it's not. Yeah. Because um, like real Christoph would never have cared. He would be like, oh, yeah, she needs space. Um, 
And Anna goes to like talk to Elsa and be like, no, like you're here. You're safe. Like, it's fine. I'm going to mother you. You're going to mother me. We're each other's family. We're all each other's got left. It's cute. Um, And then Elsa wakes up like really early in the morning because once again, she hears the little. "Ah." That was good. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really, I really thought they were going to do more with, with Kristoff being one of those tribes uh tribes yeah there. right uh, because because he, he just spent so much time with um rider played uh, jason ritter yeah and i really was like who i thought was hitting on him the whole movie <laughs> that, i never saw that i just always thought the best friends were weird and she horned it i did think that honey Marin and elsa were being set up as a couple really i they there were there were there were vibes I forget who. I, I don't even remember. I don't think they did that on purpose, but I like, I don't know. half these characters. They were just like the random. They're like, we have to like make sure to conclude these characters in their own age so that we're not just. The other issue was they're all wearing the same clothes. Yeah. All the soldiers are wearing the same clothes. All the, uh, all the, uh, what are they called again? North Aldra. They North could have done a, probably the same a little more detail work on that. They, they all look. I thought when they show that statue of the grandfather going to cut that dude's head off. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the woman. Oh. Because I was like, that is just, they're just, they all, everyone looks the same if they're not the main characters. People have complained about that, that about the character models in these movies a lot. Everyone's like, Anna and Elsa, they didn't differentiate the character models much either. And I mean, I get their sisters, but they look, there has been online chatter about Disney being lazy with their character models and bases and how they like look too similar. I mean, Kristoff looks different. I'm not an animator, so. Kristoff like has like just, He's a dude. He's just like the most masculine. Oh, I love dude. I love you know? He's a he's a he's a football player. He really is built he's, like just a linebacker. Yeah, and it's great because you never see that. And like, I mean, even Gaston was like built like the Rock. He was built. Like this a guy's burrito. built like a construction Christoph worker. Christoph does not have that itty bitty waist. And he's I a construction him for worker. It. Yes, I love it. He just cuts ice all day. He does. <laughs> And loads it on the back of a reindeer and then rides the reindeer. You cannot have wimpy little little stabilizer muscles if you are riding a reindeer all day. Oh, no. Or lifting ice, for that matter. Gaston's were all beauty muscles. Exactly. But, um... Apparently. Apparently, Kristoff was, like, the leftover traits, like, the second most popular traits or whatever from when they did that hot man survey about Flynn Rider. Who's Flynn Rider? From Tangled. Oh, they t- they surveyed just a bunch of women at Disney. Like what? Describe your ideal man. And then they made an amalgamation of all those features. And that was Flynn Rider. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> but it worked. Flynn Rider sounds like a rapper. It's not his real name. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying it sounds like a rapper name. Flynn Rider. I don't know. Sounds like a, a, a cowboy rapper or something. <laughs> Oh, Flynn Rider. We do not want to talk about Frozen 2 because I honestly... Because uh, the plot doesn't... it. One thing does not lead into the next cohesively. Oh, it doesn't? They... Yeah, so... They all right. go... They're also like... They get to the... What? The town is being destroyed by wind. It's... The wind is pushing wind everybody is first, out of town. And then the earth is pushing everyone out. And the fire goes out in town and everyone's going to get cold. And, and then, then the earth is going to attack like, next. Oh, last is water. We got to get out of here. Yeah, but someone else on um and i feel bad using his gags i'm just gonna give him credit the guy from cinema sins um who did the everything wrong with he goes but um where are you gonna run to the whole planet's made of earth (laughs) so what did the earth just keep coming 
Sometimes CinemaSins criticisms, I'm like, okay, you're being pedantic. Like, I don't like, care. I That's like, that made me laugh. I get what you're doing. This makes sense for your model of video, but like, you have to know you're being pedantic about it. This is not a real sin. This it's is a, not a thing that's wrong. Well, with it is a. It, it's bad writing. Is it? Yeah, you could have done something else. Clearly, clearly, the elements are trying to get them out of their specific town. But why? Because the water was about to flood. So the elements they, were helping them. The elements were mad at them. Uh, they do. They do explain this, Adam. I don't remember when. <laughs> so it's like the elements are trying to get them out of town because the town shouldn't be there. Yeah. The whole reason the town was built was because they built because uh, they this built dam the dam. Yeah. That blocks the people's magic. Yeah. They colonizers benefited yeah. from the native people's magic yep. by blocking it and harvesting it for themselves in a much more industrial way. Mm-hmm. The earth isn't happy about this. And they're like, you got to get out of your town. We're not going to fault you people for living here. Cause you didn't do it. And you're just humans. You got to get out of this town. You're it getting relocated. It does not belong here. So they're just relocating an entire so kingdom. The elements are trying to physically relocate the people. And they're also trying to contact Elsa. Cause they're like, Hey queen, we think maybe you can do something about this. Uh, come back to your people. So they go into the woods. Okay. Elsa's like, I'm hearing a call. And everyone's like, ah, not again. Because um, she sings into the unknown. Yeah. At night. <laughs> There's this meme. Oh, There's this song. meme where it's like the citizens of, of, of Arendelle sleeping peacefully. Elsa suddenly screams singing on her balcony. And then they're like all awake like, oh, no, not again. They said that on CinemaSins. Like, I got work tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> Not even that, just like, oh, the queen's singing some weird snowman. It's about to happen to the town. Stop, it's three in the morning. Go please your age. <laughs> oh. I have to, wait, I have to make a, a recorded stand-in for, for uh, just, just throw, I said, I said the S word. Just throw in snowman. <laughs> Say it one more time so it's clean. Snowman. Snowman. Just in case we say sh- snowman somewhere else. Um. Say it, my Batman voice, snowman. What were we saying just now? Um, we were talking oh, about the why the, the elements were moving everybody. Then they get to that weird mist. Yep, and they're and, like, all right, let's go. Oh, first they take this very long tra- cart journey. Oh Olaf's God. talking the whole time, and they do that lazy water has memory thing, and everyone's like, Olaf, shut up. Then Elsa goes to sleep, and Anna and Kristoff have the most forced argument I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what was it? She goes, so they're sleeping. What do you, you want to do? do? And Kristoff, <laughs> you... I thought they were. I thought she was. She wanted to hook up, but that was just me. I, I, Adam thought they were going to do more than make out. I'm pretty sure Anna just wanted to do some hardcore kissing. Do you want to get a snowball? <laughs> uh, you don't know what that is, and I'm not going to tell you. That's okay. We'll save that for the clerks episode. That's fine. Um, so yeah, and then Kristoff starts really clumsily trying to propose. Anna thinks she's breaking. He's breaking up with her. She's a pain in the for ass for some reason. She's and a pain she, in the ass. Why did they write her like this? She Anna's just, not this insecure. I get. Okay, I, you're trying to write abandonment issues. I understand. This is the laziest abandonment issue writing as somebody with severe abandonment issues that I have ever seen. This is not what we do. No. Like she might be like subtly anxious, but she's not going to ask the question. That's demanding a confrontation. You don't ask the question out loud. Everyone knows that. They're just, <laughs> I'm mad because Anna is me. They finally, they, they wrote me as a Disney princess and, then they and wrote now you, they're doing it wrong. They wrote me as a dum-dum in the sequel. <laughs> Because she's a dumb dumb. Like, I'm also, I, I actually, I identified with more with Elsa 
the first time I watched Frozen and the first time I watched Frozen 2 because all of the emotional issues that they wrote into Elsa are the exact emotional issues that I've been dealing with <laughs> my entire life. That 10-minute opening song, especially the part where they zoom out on her and she's sitting alone in her room crying and everything's frozen, I sobbed. I couldn't stop sobbing. Oh my God. It was very, very, very impactful. So I identify with both sisters, but... Anna is very much how I present to other people. And if they're writing her this way, it makes me mad because it means some reductionist snowman is misreading people like me. I need a stand-in for that. Just throw <laughs> snowman in there. I'll throw snowman in there. Uh, I know. It's, it's, and it's a, it's a shame because the cast is, I like the cast in no, this. No, the cast is wonderful. And I didn't, I didn't even know who half them were, except for Sterling K. Brown. You know who Kristen Bell is. No, I mean, I didn't recognize their voices. Oh! Like, I didn't recognize... She does blend into the part. I didn't recognize Martha Plimpton, Alfred Molina, um, Evan Rachel Wood, Sterling K. Brown. Evan Rachel Wood was really hard to place. I heard his voice and I went, I had to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like... I, cause I, I think I just saw him in something. You recently. told me who he was, and I was like, "Oh, that guy!" Yeah, and and I was like, "That I know that voice." I know. I looked it up. I'm like, Sterling K. Brown's in Frozen too. Who the, who the fuck it? You know, Kristen Bell. I don't think sounds like Kristen Bell in this. I think she sounds just like. I Kristen don't think she Bell. sounds at all. She's like Kristen putting Bell. a little more like cuteness in her voice. She's, she's going a little higher. She brings it up. She still sounds like Kristen Bell. I, She's just doing this, which is something I do all the time, too. She's using her customer service voice, Adam. <laughs> That's true. This um, is just the voice that I would have to use when I was talking to really annoying parents at the Seton Hall bookstore. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Jonathan Groff, I just don't know him because he... Just not my wheelhouse. Yeah, no, that's, no that's understandable. I, I, I remember seeing him in Hamilton. I heard Jonathan Groff's voice, and I was like, oh my god, it's the king. <laughs> and Jason Ritter, he's Jason Ritter. I, he's, he's just a fun actor. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Sisto is in this. Who? Syrian Hines, Alan Tudyk. Who's Syrian? Oh, Alan Tudyk is... Disney has Syrian, just been using a revolving door on Alden, Alan Tudyk to Syrian play all Hines of their silly villains. Syrian Hines is um, Aberthorff Dumbledore. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Who is he? He played... Um, oh, my God. Is he Grandpappy? Pabby. Yes. He was Pabby. And King Riard was Jeremy Sisto, and Alfred Morlina was uh, Angar. Angar? Angar? Wasn't he the grandfather? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I, I only imagine because I... Agnar was the father. Agnar was... No, no. King, no. Who was King, King Riard? Oh, King Riard is the king king. The father is Agnar. Edon and what, Agnar. What, wasn't the father the king also? <laughs> Anna and Elsa's father is Agnar. Really? Agnar and Eden. Yeah. I would have put Jeremy Sisto in that role. Uh... <laughs> I'm recasting Frozen. <laughs> Frozen 2. <laughs> That's how much I don't want to talk about. Okay. I, okay we, where so we? they got in. They, They've run into the mist. How did they get into the mist? I thought you couldn't get in. Uh, Elsa puts her hand up in magic. Oh, okay. oh, because magic. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just making sure. I don't think everything in this movie is because that's magic. That's not a valid criticism for a Disney movie. I'm sorry. You've got to put that one down. You got to explain a little bit they of something. Did. Something. You know, it's like Jafar. His cane does stuff. They explained <laughs> exactly as much as every other Disney movie did. Okay, where did the trolls come from? They just we always it's mythology. I know, but explain your myth. It, Pretend I'm a complete buffoon, like a five-year-old, so someone can just explain what characters other movie to me. Have they explained the mythology in? They ex no, but you can explain characters, and and the characters are what the mythology. Do you explain about the trolls. They're trolls. Yeah, but where'd they come from? Why did the parents know them in the first movie? What do you remember in the first movie? They, I remember they bring the little trolls. He's got a book. 
it's their local history. I, I just didn't have this many questions about it. I, I was just, like, I don't yeah. know. Not, but they never, they're just like, oh, we got to go talk to these things. And then rocks turned into little creatures and we go, oh, you, you can answer my questions. I understand what you're getting at. It's, like, I wish that it's they It's lazy had, ass writing. I, I need wish, world building. God I, damn it. Literally all that they would have to do to fix this in my eyes, though, is the father. Like, my father always told me if there was anything I needed, the trolls would know. That's all I'm asking. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can understand that criticism then. I thought you were asking for, like, backstory Like those rock lore. giants? I know about those. Golems, yeah. Yeah, I know. the. They're, they just made a movie about it called Troll. Yeah. And it's about a mountain that comes to life. And it... They just appear. Yeah. They never say anything about them. I think what clued me in, like, you complained about the salamander at first. And I'm like, no, actually, the salamander is established mythology. But how would I, I know that? I know about it, and I understand but it. But you know about it. I never heard well, of this. Okay. So they have to They have to go, we're in a cold place. Why is there a little salamander that probably is from a hot climate? But how much should they have to explain, and how much should just be immersive world building? It can just be one throwaway line. That's all, like you just said. I just didn't think it was necessary. I was like, okay, God. I was just like, why is there a flaming lizard? And oh, because he's cute. Okay, gotcha. No, I was just That's like, all it felt you needed like to animals me. to represent the elements. Salamanders are often associated with fire. Like Mushu shows up in Mulan and he tells you half his life story. Oh, you know what the deal <laughs> is with the horse? I think that's like a, a, a there's got to be a Capricorn thing involved there. Or like the horse is associated with water in a lot of mythology. All I'm saying is we shouldn't have this many questions. It, good writing doesn't require the audience to question half no, of the plot. I understand what you're getting at because, again, I thought <laughs> I didn't that this script, get angry this episode. I'm trying I to be thought very that nice. this script could no. I knew we were going to get angry because this movie makes me. angry. <laughs> I'm not even angry. I'm just I'm in awe that I just watched that much money burn on film. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this movie wasn't done. Not it wasn't. It, it was literally not. was not done. No, it was, it, it, and, and it was script, script not done. Yes, no, the film, the animation is lovely. I will say, watching Frozen and then Frozen 2 back-to-back. The animation quality. It's <gasps> completely, that the, the water scene dives into the ocean. It's gorgeous. When that trailer came out, yeah. I watched it all day. I, I must have watched that 12 yeah. times in a row. It looks completely different. It's so The water so looked real, and then and, you see Elsa, and you're like, oh, right, I'm watching an animated film. I mean, every water scene looked good. It was really yeah. beautiful. You can tell Disney had been working on that technology for a while. It's yeah. just the script was rushed. Oh, it was it was horrible. It needed rushed. a couple more pass throughs. <sighs> it needed two less writers and a couple more passes. That's yeah, what I think. No, I think maybe the six writers thing really opens it up to me. I feel like it needed another pass through with just like one or two like, people looking at remember it. Remember when we did that exercise where we all took a chapter and wrote one? <gasps> I never I never read the whole thing. It was terrible. Exactly. It came and out terrible th- because we all had such different visions. And that's what happens when you have too many cooks in the kitchen. You can you if you took a bunch of people, gave them the same narrative and said write this, yeah. it's not going to come out the same. It's even like actually it's even that gave me an idea. It's like when we recorded Please Help, uh, yeah. a little throw-in ad. Please watch Please Help on YouTube. If you look up Please Help uh, Pilot or Please Help Episode 1, we should be the first result. Uh, we made a little show. If you want to see us on a show and you haven't heard about this show for some reason, it's good. It won the best mockumentary at the Georgia Comedy Film Festival, like fall, winter 2022, which is pretty cool. Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, when we did that, even then, we would... Different person would be captaining each episode. Yeah. And then we would just rewrite our own lines to sound more like us. And that is how you keep it from being too many cooks in the kitchen. And you can tell who wrote which one. Like Mm -hmm. the one I wrote is very chaotic. Oh, really? I never got to read them. 
I never got to... Adam, you were in the episode. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, the that stupid Pete Davidson no! thing we wrote. I'm talking You're still talking about, about the show help. we made. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. I'm saying episode five. <laughs> you can tell I wrote it because it's, oh, yeah. it's chaos. Oh, yeah, totally. It's pure chaos. Yeah. And you can tell Carly wrote four because it, she wrote a beautiful monologue for herself. And you can tell all my lines because I just wrote quick jokes so I could remember my lines. Yes, very good. <laughs> but they worked. So they have made it into the mist. Yep, and now there are uh, elements everywhere. Yeah. And, and the, the wind is the wind. It's winding. It's a tornado. It's Gale. And she makes a tornado that makes an ice horse, uh, the horse and makes a up, bunch of statues appears, out of ice. Um, well, there's fire. They're, they're chasing the fire around. That's first. They're chasing. They're chasing the fire. And Elsa, for some reason, can't get. She, she oh, like froze a kingdom, but now she can't stop like fire that's like two feet in front of well, her. Well, I think that kind of makes sense because her, her powers, powers kept going in and out. Hold on. Hold on. You've seen The Incredibles, right? Yeah. Do you accept that in the bank scene, Frozone's powers weren't working? Yeah, but her power, his powers were based on moisture in his body. Can't you use her the water, power? Or, can't it, use the water in the air. There is no water in this air. But she could just make ice. I thought it was just magic. I'm sure she's. Yeah, okay. we're going with Frozone rules. Again, Come on, <laughs> all magic is is manipulating the elements. Well, so if she has to manipulate the elements, it would make sense to me. I she'd guess. be taking water out of the air. I guess. I yeah, of course it's Frozone rules. If they rules. don't explain it, it doesn't happen. It's Frozone rules. They have the exact same powers. <laughs> they have the exact same company. Yes! Oh, my God. This movie is They're stupid. probably going to find some way to connect those mythologies. Oh, God. Get on it, YouTube. Jesus Christ. I'm sure somebody already has. Oh, my God. Frozone. <laughs> I would love to see Sam Jackson in Frozen 3. Where just- is my super suit? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Elsa's clearly using the water in the air, and there's no water in the air, and that's why it's not working. There was so much snowman. Pokemon? Oh, I know. I know what you're saying. Fire is strong against ice. Oh, yeah. You would assume. (laughs) I'm just saying, you could see my confusion, though, because it's just, again, a bunch of gobbledygook on screen that's just... It's just things happening, and you're just supposed to understand it. It's just there for suspense. And it's dumb, and then it's like, oh... What's the statue of our parents? And then there's a horse. And then there's a this. And, and, then, I'm like, and uh, yeah, okay, you're 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 babbling here because uh, I don't know what happened. Well, let me talk movie. then. Jesus, <laughs> what's happening? Is, My head hurts. What's happening is Elsa chases the fire salamander around. Everybody else is like, Elsa, don't run into fire. What are you doing? Elsa is like, would you please? I've got this. I'm the one with the weird powers. Yeah. And so she chases the salamander down. She's like, oh, you need to cool off, don't you? She's like, oh, look, balance. Um, and then other angry things show up, and there's wind, and then there's a water horse, and everyone's freaking. But then Elsa is in the middle of the tornado, and she uses her ice powers, and she freezes whatever the water horse is doing, and the water is telling a story in statues when she's done. And yeah. then all of the Northoldra show up and they're about to fight them. And then there are Arian. If suddenly there are Arendellian soldiers that are really old who, to defend them against the Northoldra. And they're all like, what's going on here? We're caught in the middle. And then Olaf basically tells the entire story of frozen one. Oh my God. That was annoying. Everybody in the theater really loved it. When I was but watching it's just, it. uh, I don't know. It, it, it's just such a waste of time. I don't it's know. Gags. I don't know. It's uh, just, uh, this it, whole you know, movie like, is a waste of time. The self-referentialness of it felt a little a little full of itself. Like, why do you have to explain? If the movie was so good, I've obviously seen it 18 times. Why would you have to explain it to me again? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because, okay, <laughs> I think they recognize that Nay needed to find a way to tell the North Uldra people and the Arendellian soldiers what had happened. Mm. But they couldn't make it boring for the audience, but the audience still had to know it had happened. Yeah. So they're like, let Olaf tell it. So they, Kids could, love they couldn't just do a cutaway and it's like, they probably so, could have. So your whole king, so that's how you took over the kingdom? <gasps> They oh could God. have. And you could have saved me 15 freaking minutes. <laughs> but this script needed more pass-throughs. Uh, um, and so then, yeah. they're, you know, the people are about to fight again because they just told this whole story. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, it's reigniting the old angers. And they're like, that means that blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, one of the Northuldra is, is – because they're like, oh, we're the, prince, the princesses of Arendelle. And the, de- the the soldiers are like, oh, my God, your parents are dead. That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, he, he was your father's personal guard. He was a good kid. Um, and then the North Aldra is like, you are wearing the, the shawls of the shawl of one of our oldest families. And then they look at the the statue in the center and they're like, oh, my God, it's it's mom and dad, the girl who saved the boy in 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 the stories, the girl who saved our father. It was our mother all along. You wouldn't. Think- and this was where you lost me because I was like. They were so old by the time their parents died. Why had nobody told them this story? I know. It's like you don't want to know how your parents met. You Why never is went, this Mommy. A how did you and Daddy meet? And like vaguely in the movie, a little bit later, it's implied that it's because, like, oh, they feel guilty about what they they think that they're like they're the reason that Elsa got cursed yeah. with ice powers because like they had done something abhorrent. <sighs> to the, the North Aldera. And it's just like them, again, being secretive and not communicating and, and just... It, it, again. And I'm not going to say it's unrealistic because it is how some parents communicate or don't communicate with their children, but it is frustrating. Again, it's just secrets that secret further secrets the plot. are no fun. It, they're just secret secrets that secrets further the plot. It's someone. It's every sitcom where if you just didn't lie about whatever in act one. Or were honest about your emotions. You could just get through the sitcom. Or let your partner get like through a sentence. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it just annoys me. It's so bad. I mean, this was just capital B bad. I don't I, know. Um, <laughs> I'm having so much trouble with this. Okay. We're not even halfway through the movie. And yet. That's what I mean. Um, this is ridiculous. So basically, you hurts. gotta let me do the summary. My you can't eyeball. pick every little detail. Well, we gotta, we, I have to ask my questions. Yeah, but there are, there are a lot of details. That I gotta don't make ask sense. a question. Some of them are not important and you just gotta gloss over them. You just gotta accept, okay, it's a kid's movie. Say love. Uh, that, I, you know what? Disney's held to a higher standard. I, I hate that argument. I, no, it's I, not a kid's film. I hate that argument also, but we don't have enough time for this i know we've established that we're disappointed <laughs> in disney i'm just saying i never that never is a valid it's argument it's not a valid me. argument it's not a good argument <laughs> it has to work here we're we gonna only have, to have an hour and a half <laughs> okay so now is this the ocean part this is no i don't know what part this is oh they're they like go to the meeting, boat they go to the boat what no they're meeting honey marin and all the weird random insert friends that are like supposed uh, to be yeah. extra characters to give the kingdom spice they all sing a little song they sing the hana na hey ana, yep. which i think it's a beautiful song by the way that's yeah, a good song um and they're like oh welcome to everything oh, they're like this bandage over our peoples now and they're all like interacting with the different people of the town. And they throw in Honey Marin, who I think is everybody ships with Elsa, and I agree. And I didn't realize that you thought that the boy was flirting with Kristoff, which I didn't know what his character was doing there besides giving Kristoff someone to talk to who wasn't Sven. Oh, and then they just frozen. Wrote him off. He, Goodbye. He F's right off. He's just gone. Frozen. He um, frozen's right off. 
I, yeah, he's gone. Um, they just need Kristoff to like babble to somebody about how he wants to propose to Anna, but can. And Anna's preoccupied and worried about everything to the point where she's not even listening to Kristoff, and it's very annoying. And there they don't communicate like they this. They could have just made a conflict with the tribe, or he could have learned something from his people, or or they could have just not had Kristoff try to shoehorn a proposal in when something this stressful is going on because that's realistic for his character. Yeah, it was. Kristoff knows when to hang up the romantic. Kristoff is always hanging up the romantic to get stuff done. He, that is the first movie. He's just there because they want him there. Like, yeah, which he, is cool, but like, Chris, you know, Chris, you know, you're there as support. Stop. Yeah. Stop I was trying to throw emotions in here. The only time I was really enjoying this film was when he was on screen. Yeah, because he's the best character. He is the best character. He's the best written character. Even Olaf is Everybody terrible. Everybody else, they're great characters, but they're inconsistent. Yeah. Kristoff is at least being consistent throughout the film. Yeah. Some of it is stupid. <laughs> A lot of it is But he's stupid. at least being consistent. Yeah. So yeah, Kristoff is running off with the kid whose name I can't remember and uh, all the Ryder. reindeer. Ryder. And they're like, I talked to reindeer too. And he's like, I just don't know how to get the proposal. And he's like, well, I could show you. We all you propose with a reindeer show. And Kristoff is like, awesome. I'll work on that. And then the lady comes in and she's like, oh yeah, uh, they left. And he's like, they left without me. And he gets butthurt about it. And he's like, dude. Why? Why did they leave without why are you him? Ma- why? Yeah. First of all, I'm like, why did they leave without Kristoff? Like, don't you want like a big dude just in case like something goes they down? You gotta to move a rock. Anna, I don't know. <laughs> they say to Anna, like, oh yeah, he ran off with that kid, and she acts all hurt, like he's not like it, like like a she few th- feet away. She thought Ryder was trying to steal her oh man. <laughs> Anna, just go get him. Just go. Just walk. Just walk over there. Ugh. It's so. It's just so much people not asking the right questions yeah. and miscommunicating in ways that no smart person, no no person as intelligent as they are written would ever miscommunicate. No. Unless no. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so they're running off into the. Kristoff is in the woods. They're running off into a different part of the woods in the north part, going further north, and they find their parents' ship. Yeah, which was supposed the wind, to have sunk. The wind leads them to it. Which was supposed to have sunk in the South Sea. So they're like, "What was it doing up here?" Yeah, and they go in there. And Elsa's like, water has memory. And they relive their parents' last moments, which was very raw and weird. Yeah, there's just some strange imagery in this movie. You see them holding each other as the water of the ocean is about to take them to die. And you hear them talking. They're like, oh my God, just hold. shouldn't have come out here. It it just, boom. And like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Thanks. Disney, once again, Disney hates parents. Mm, We did not need this. And they're like sobbing because they just heard their parents die. They're just reliving it constantly. These two, these two, these two like need the royal therapist. Because she's like, they went out like looking for a cure for me. Like she didn't need that. And then she sends Anna off in a boat because she's like, nobody else is getting hurt. She makes a boat, a little canoe, puts her and the snowman in it and just launches them into the abyss. Where did, did she know any of that terrain? No, clearly not. Because she, she let, sent them through a bunch of golems. She, they almost went up a giant rock monster's nostril at one point. I mean, what it was an just ass! Bad. Oh, what a snowman! Elsa continues further <laughs> north on foot, tries to dive into the the roiling ocean that killed her parents. That is the only that is a very cool scene. action scene. Is the water scene? They finished animating that first because that was the first trailer they put out, and it's gorgeous. And Elsa looks gorgeous in it. She's very well animated. Oh, the hair when she pulls her the hair outfit, back. She the just leggings, gets... the short little tunic thing. I want that out. I don't know how you run fast on that gravel though, man. When she That's digs her true. foot in, I'm like, oh god, that I'm was like, hurt. They're realistic about that. Sand. You're a princess. You got dainty feet. That is rocky northern <laughs> sand. All right, it does. She she walks around on in high heels made of ice. That's true. 
<laughs> oh, that was hurt. So she is like, Cinderella she's just glass slipper move over. Those are cold and sharp. I love how she's just launching like ice rockets out and she's just trying to ramp Finally jump into the water. And I she's getting played housed. in the ocean like that. You know, have you ever gone in the ocean when oh, yeah. it's like a hurricane and terrifying. you're just slicing through giant waves and coming out the other side and going, <gasps> makes you feel alive. Yeah. My, I, I got pulled in the that. undertow doing that once. It was bad. My, usually my parents are usually watching me. So Elsa's, Basically, ramp jumping waves with ice powers. Yeah, and she's still, like, and she's got her ice powers back pretty full. They weren't gone. I just, I just felt weird. I don't know that scene. In the scene, it I was get just what, I know. everything was on fire, dude. I get what you're saying. It just feels weird. I don't know. It just feels weird. I, I yeah, no. I thought I, she was stronger than that. I connected it to Frozen immediately uh, to uh, Frozen. Frozone immediately, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, ice I mean, I, I in fire. I missed that completely. That's actually pretty astute. I wouldn't have gotten that. I really, honestly, I just, there was so much going on. I don't even know why it was going on. I feel like I think that's why. Just been, maybe, I think a lot of this movie might have been dependent on kids being bathed in elemental mythology in a way that maybe we weren't until a little later. I'm thinking this movie just put a bunch of pretty colors on the screen hoping no one would notice they didn't no, finish the script. <laughs> no, because there's like a, there's a plot in here and that's what makes me mad. If there were nothing there, I'd be less mad. No, I know there's a plot. It's just... And Too so much what plot. I'm trying to do here is get at it <laughs> and know. get what the main and we're all, is. And we're getting, we're getting to the end. Because it's like, I, you got to pick out what's like important and what's not. And Elsa's diving through the water and, and she, she finally tames the horse. Well, the horse is trying to drown her. Yes. And she grabs his feet and just freezes him. Yeah. And that's how, and then she basically has to break him. Yeah. And that's how she learns to control water i guess it's and you know what i just realized this talk through that that is what's happening there that's the symbol i learned that on one of the videos i had to watch about this movie she's <laughs> that explains some stuff grappling with her own trauma i think and her own because she was taught from pretty young not to be the person she is yeah. and so this second movie is about her unlearning all of that and unlearning <laughs> that self-hatred and so the horse is also kind of a manifestation of the part of her that she thinks is a monster, which if you've seen the, the Broadway musical, the song monster that she sings is really, really good. And like a, a very, almost an in- integral part of understanding her character. Mm. It's a shame it's not in the movie. <laughs> of um, course it's not in the movie. It's, it's integral. Her, it's harder to sing than let it go. Well, I think really? it's got a higher note. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. It's, it's hard. Um, so she tames the horse the horse takes her across the o- through the ocean, basically the path their parents were trying to take. Yeah, to get to, to this the I- this frozen cave. iceberg, Otto Holland, which her mom had sung her a lullaby about at the very beginning. It's like this mythical iceberg that like holds their history. Yeah, and they find out that it's a river that froze a long time ago. It's a creepy song. I don't know. <laughs> the lyrics of that song are creepy. Not too far, or you'll be drowned. Because she's telling her, "Don't go that deep underwater. Like, don't follow my voice in like." Yeah, don't follow the memories. And this is actually important to people exploring their own trauma and their own like past too. If you delve too far into the trauma, you'll just be reliving it again. You have to delve only far enough to understand it and then come back up for air or you will drown. You will drown in it. You're like Frasier tonight. It's, <laughs> I love Frozen it. Frozen is incredibly psychological. It, it is, but it doesn't show psychology any respect with its writing. It really, at least this one doesn't. Yeah, well, it's hard to get at the psychology. You know, right? That's and, what you and mean. it's just, I don't know. It's Elsa is dealing with PTSD from having to cover up 
something that was innately different about her. It all reads very neurodivergent. Yeah. Anna which has is, abandonment issues. Which is why I am so obsessed with Elsa. So it's someone who wants people around them all the time and someone who wants no one around them all the time have to learn to kind of love each other in the first one. Which is kind of well, what it is. No, because Elsa doesn't want nobody around her. She was just told that But she's she not allowed to. She was told that she yeah. can't be around people. Yeah. So Anna's trying to like convince Elsa, like, you're not that bad a person. You're not a monster. I'm just kind of, you know, trying to piece this whole mess together. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help. <laughs> Thank you. So now... So it's less about Elsa not wanting to be around people. She finally gets to this weird cave when she has to make the little bridges as she's jumping, right? Yeah, and she's, like, using her ice powers, and she's, like, kind of finding herself. Like, yeah. she's like, oh, I understand what I am. Like, I am this iceberg. I am holding... And she relives her life. Yeah. I, through I, snowmen. And she's, like, kind of recontextualizing her memories, which, again, if you've been through a serious trauma based on, like, having to conform to be a type of person that you're not, recontextualizing your memories and finding out that some of the motivations in the past that people assigned to you that were, like, malignant or or lazy or bad, like, weren't correct, they just weren't reading you right, it's an important journey to go on. And she's also finding out through this who she is, like not just who everyone projected her to be, who she is on the inside. And she's like, oh, I am the continuation of my mother and father. I am both of them in one. Like I'm holding all of these ancestral memories for all of these places. And I can like understand the earth and nature somehow in a way that nobody can. And I'm the only one who can bring all of this together. You know what kills me? What? I just thought of this. We were talking about how Olaf had to rehash the whole movie, right? Mm -hmm. This scene does the same thing. Oh, and they could have done that a lot better. Well, no, it doesn't does, It does. It, it does. Remember, because she turns hearing herself sing, and she's embarrassed by it, and then she sees her sister hitting on the douchebag from the first movie. They could have used this to rehash and the And she whole breaks film. him. No, they could have. They could have just condensed those two scenes into that. I think it would have taken away from the emotional impact of, because these scenes were focused on Elsa, I, and the retelling of the story has to imperatively be focused on Anna, because that's who yeah, the movie was about. you can't recap twice. <laughs> that's tough. Well, this that's repair... That no, sucks. no, no, no. This does not count as a recap. It they went through does. three scenes, and if you hadn't seen, seen the movie, you wouldn't know what was happening. Although, it doesn't count as a recap. The one I did like, they animated her face mm -hmm. in that one shot where she's smile crying. Mm -hmm. That was some of the best animated features in this film. It's really good. That is one of the best shots besides when she's pulling her hair back to do the run. Yes. That was when they was like, do more of that with this character, please, because she's always... I know They needed she, more time. They just... Uh, <laughs> if they had just had more time to focus yeah. in on the things that were really important, and yeah. they had cut some of the stuff that wasn't, <clears throat> they could have yeah. had more of these beautiful moments. They could have made more of the iceberg. Yeah. You're right. The scene could have been longer, and it could have actually recontextualized more of Elsa's memories, yeah. and then maybe retold the story in a different way. It could have just been a very easy, like, quick scenes, because they showed so many aspects of her life even Some in the of it background was too quick. you could have just zigzagged right through it and shown the whole thing and then she the didn't pivotal even react moments to all of it her reacting to all of it felt cheesy she could have just looked at it i did i, I kind of like the reacting thing kind of got me through that i thought it was kind of cute like when she's like oh when she hears herself do let it go and she when just you, you know, she when cringes you, when you see an old version that of yourself, was for the parents the one who was finally coming out is really really confident but still doing yeah. a lot of things that you today wouldn't do it's just like oh this is too out there oh no is that what i looked like the cringe was for the parents when they heard let it go it's just like oh i don't want to hear that again oh you don't have to she's even she was even cringing at the it. song she's singing is also beautiful 
I don't remember it. It's it, it's not, it's show yourself. And it's... I heard so many songs this weekend between the two movies. It's not catchy the way the other ones are, but the lyrics are really I nice. Didn't I didn't find any of these songs very catchy. I really like Into the Unknown. Maybe it's because Brendan Urie did a cover of it and it was in the, the end credits and I listened to that on one a million million times, but I did love Into the Unknown. That's the only one when you say the title... I remember it. Into the unknown. And that's because it was it was a trailer song. Into the unknown. You know, that was your let it go. It's just too strong. Too strong for me. <laughs> too powerful. Um, but um, Yeah, so she's in Nantahal and she goes too far. She yeah. goes down to rediscover the past because she has to. And she sees her grandfather slice off this other guy's head. And yep. she's like, ah, we were assholes. <laughs> okay. Colonizes. But she is gone. She's stayed too long. And, and she's, she's freezing. gone too deep. And now she even she is freezing. Okay. I'm trying and to I'm, I'm putting it together. She uses like her last moments to try to get a message to Anna, who has just survived a bunch of like golems and is that now she put her in trapped in a cave with Olaf. <laughs> and because Elsa's dead, now there's nothing keeping Olaf's magic alive. I'm flaking. And Olaf dies too. He just flakes away and just Which may have also been for the parents. Yeah, probably. Um, and it's really sad. And then Anna sings the other memorable song from this movie, I think, um, The Next Right Thing. Okay. I, which is, I vaguely rem- I remember I've the title. before, but not like this. And yeah. it's, like, it's like cold, empty. She's like, oh, this is grief. Like somebody wrote a really good grief song. And then she goes on to sing about how she just has to put one foot in front of the other. She has to do what's right because people need her. Yeah. And like, I can't see to the end, but I have to keep moving because what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful. And Kristen Bell sounds gorgeous on it. And interestingly enough, this movie came out around the same time The Good Place was ending. Oh, really? Eleanor Shellstrop could also sing this song. From the good place, she's she was Kristen Bell's character. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't remember her character's name. Because that's what that is what Cheedy like taught her. Also, is that like you have to just do whatever you think is right. Your only compass is like your morals, and you have to listen to the little voice in your head mm-hmm. that tells you what to do. And it's just it was so fun to me that Kristen Bell was singing this song when her character in another of my favorite shows was like learning the same lesson and employing the same lesson in her shows. I thought it was really sweet. I liked it a lot. And I really love that song. It's very pretty. It's uh, that one. I, I vaguely remember it. I, I, I thought it was, it was it's fine. It's not overly belty. Kristen no, no. Bell has a really Disney princess, like classic oh, Disney princess esque voice. She, out of everyone, gorgeous. out of most of the Disney stuff that's come out, she is, she sounds the most like a Disney princess. Kristen Bell voice like a bell. Yeah. Oh man. So Olaf's dead. Anna is like, yeah, I know what I have to do because yeah, Elsa she has sends to her get- message and the message contains all of the information she yeah. just learned. Um, and so she's like, oh, I know what I have to do. And she goes to get the golem's attention and she's like, you're going to destroy the dam. Yeah. And everybody's like, what is this crazy chick doing? And then Kristoff shows up and he's he's been nowhere. But then he shows up and he says the best line they give him in the film, That's which right. is just, I'm here. What do you need? Yeah. Look, I cannot boyfriend material. How many women definitely quivered hearing that come out of the main love interest's mouth? That is one of the hottest things a man can say. I'm here. What do you need? Especially when you're like distressed and like doing something like Anna is in the middle of her thing. She is saving the world and Kristoff is showing up as support and he is support and it's beautiful he's like i'm gigantic use me to your advantage everyone freaked out about that my love isn't fragile line which is okay okay, fine yes that was very like poignantly written i think the real good line was i'm here what do you need yeah 
Anyway. I think it's that I actually do remember that line now that you said it, and that was a pretty cool moment. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why I like this character. They're be- they're a beautiful <laughs> couple, and there should have been more of them. So, yeah. like, she, she, like, honestly, I hope the next movie's about her. She's going to destroy the thing. It's 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 a whole. And then the Arendellian soldiers are trying to stop her because they're like, "Listen, it's our duty to protect Arendelle." And then were Christoph, they locked in with them, or they, was the thing around the dam? They were locked in with them. So how did they get to the dam if they were locked in? Is I don't the, know. Was the dam inside the mist? Yes, I want to say yes. I think it was because it was in their kingdom. Okay, no, I'm just they had yes because they had to get permission to build the dam. The Arendellians had to get permission right. in the first place to build the dam, and they convinced them that it was going to be good for them. No, no, I know the whole story. I was just trying to I'm trying to figure out geographically the how this all works. The reason they had to get permission to build the dam was because it was in the North Older Territory. So the dam breaks because these trolls. Well, are no, the, the dam doesn't break yet. They're trying to beat the hell out of Anna, and the soldiers are trying to stop her from running across the dam. She's like, "You gotta let me." Well, she does that crazy jump, and, and then uh, she does a jump, and Sterling then, K. Brown saves her. Yes. That was and badass. Then he's like, all right, it's actually, you know what? It's actually my duty to protect the princess and serve the princess. And the princess wants to destroy the dam, <laughs> so just... we're going to destroy the dam. Damn the dam. Kristoff might have something with, to do with convincing him of that. He's like, look, she's going to die yeah. or you're going to help her. <laughs> um, and so they do, and they destroy the dam, and the water flows, and suddenly, way away, because of that's O'Holland has sensed it for some reason, this is what I take issue with, because yeah. what is the explanation for this? Elsa comes back to life. Yeah, she just unfreezes and then falls further down yeah, into water in the cave. And then the horse comes and she's like, giddy up, we're going to get some stuff Maybe done. Maybe it's because the dam was also damming up the magic in Onto Holland. And when they broke the dam, like she could finally be. May- that might have been it. Because it makes the word frozen make sense. I still don't get how she's the fifth element with water. And- <laughs> it's the same thing. I think. Is is it just like literally the fifth element that a human being is the fifth element? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fifth element is, uh, isn't actually ice, I don't think. I think Elsa, Elsa's powers manifested as ice because they're the thing that bonded her and her sister when she was little. Oh, okay. And that's what they had the most fun with and stuff. Okay. Elsa's powers, <laughs> I think much more like the fifth element, are actually like love. And more complicated than love, it's like the love that exists that bonds humans to nature. Yeah. It's it's the world. It's it's love in the godly sense. It's to love another person. It's to see the face of God, all of that. Respecting Gaia and all that. Yes. Yeah. It's that kind. She's that being. So yeah. she's the personification of the link between the spiritual. They actually kind of did Avatar The Last Airbender a little bit. She's a little they bit They did the a lot of things in this movie. Look, we're obsessed with elementals. <laughs> I don't even know if you can say one elemental thing is copying the other at this point because yeah. all the society is just soup with it. I think you just have to say they're doing homages to each other. They at this did point. it poorly, though. <laughs> they didn't do. It was very clumsy. Yeah. It could have been yeah. more well tied together. But yeah. I think what what they were getting at and then this this is the part that i thought should have been written out okay. here's what happens at the end elsa this is when she's going hell-bent for leather on the horse gets on the water horse they are running as fast as this horse can run across itself because it is also water. across like two continents <laughs> they get to arendelle the people have been cleared out they're on the hill it's fine yeah. they get to how long have they been sitting there where on the hill did they not go back to town oh it's that's right days. all those people they're just camping yeah because what's his name Kristoff gave that lady a, a blanket it's fall and not winter and he's just time. like here's a blanket and he's like i gotta go with these two <laughs> uh somebody's always handing out blanketes and Anna's boyfriend is always handing out blankets wh- just, whoever he is just a red cross <laughs> and he- 
<laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, they're still up there. There's wall of water coming for Arendelle. Elsa shows up and she freezes it and she stops it. And then it unfreezes and all the water just distributes around the town. <laughs> where did it go? Why? You sure you didn't Tony watch CinemaSins? Because he, he talked about that too. I just, I'm mad because that's not how science works. Yeah, because wa- the water. The science, no, that's not how physics works. Yeah, no, that place would have been flooded. It would have been flooded. And Ugh. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Adam, it <laughs> should have been flooded. Yeah. It, they were making this whole case for reparations and not building your society on the backs of other people. And then they were like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're going to save Arendelle because that's where they live. No, look, I'm sorry. They built the kingdom on untenable land. It needs to go. And then what should have happened at the end was the (laughs) Northuldra should have come in. And they they should have sung a little song, a little sad song about how, like, things are are sad, but they can rebuild. And it would have segued into a reprise of Some Things Never Change, which would have solved two problems. Because problem number one, neither Frozen nor Frozen 2 has a satisfying finale song. They are musicals in every other sense of the word but the the music just cuts out before the end they sing one last exciting song and then it's done and there's no finale music yeah so you're listening through the soundtrack and you're like what happened (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) they should have done a reprise of something never changed and it would have been hitting on all the themes she hit at the beginning where it's like okay look Sometimes walls do fall and kingdoms do crumble, but some things never change. Our people love each other. We're a community. We're going to build a new community. We're going to, like, keep things We're going to uncolonize you people because we were jerks. Some <laughs> things never change and some things do, and that's good. You know what will stay the same? We all love each other. The seasons will pass. We'll all <laughs> break bread together. And it would end with the same festival they were setting up at the beginning, only this time the North Uldra are also there. They're invited. I don't know. It would have been sweet. They would be rebuilding the castle somewhere And else. you have more characters for the second movie. Third movie. Yes. And it would be like they're not two <clears throat> separate peoples. Oh no, they are two separate yeah. peoples, but like they like each other now. There's not like this weird thing hanging in the air where we haven't seen them speak. And Elsa just goes <laughs> off to live with the North Uldra and it's like, Ada, you can be queen now, which I thought was a good move because I don't think Elsa was well suited to be queen. She's been under pressure her whole life. She needs to chill a little. Uh, but now they what? They live separately and Elsa comes over sh- for charades and the peoples have no contact? I'm not satisfied with this. <laughs> See, I'm thinking. In the third movie, it should go. It's going to go either Anna gets powers somehow. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. There's four elements technically. Um, they also kind of explain that because Anna's like, look, our mother had two daughters, and like you're the connection to the nature, and I'm the connection to the people. So I think Anna's powers are being are compassionate, being a human being, and then actually like a weird super strength. Because okay. if you notice, when Anna does hit things or hold things or punch things. She's little and yeah. she punches really, really hard. She knocks Hans off a boat. I think Anna has super strength and doesn't know it. I would, and I'd like to see either that or it would be Elsa gets a bunch of air. They just go full airbender with her and she becomes like an avatar and can control elements. Either. I, don't, I just, I I just don't, don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. That's what I mean. I don't or, know what story there is left And they to won't tell. do this. And I may sound like one of those jerky guys on the internet. Make it Kristoff's story. I would love that. But they'll never do that. No. They'll never do that. No. Because Disney's for women now. No, 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 hold on. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Disney's very, very female-centric. Uh, and I don't think they would... That would watch that would be a That would be a straight-to-video hmm. movie. That, a Kristoff movie would be like what they did with Gronk. Uh, well, darling, Gronk, I don't think Gronk you can... Or whatever, get it like a... 
I don't know what Gronk's what new the hell groove. Is Gronk? Could you mean Kronk? Kronk? You haven't seen the Emperor's new groove. I haven't. That's what. But you got to give me credit. I almost got the name Kronk's right. Kronk's new groove is direct to video. I don't think you can accurately predict what's direct to video and what's because they, they don't mean the same thing. Anymore. They they use a different. They use a smaller studio for that stuff. It's oh, Aladdin it's two was studio, atrocious. But it's yeah. And the Th- King of Thieves well, and all again, that. That yeah, was all terrible. But Adam, that's all old. Those studios. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised. If like if you ever get to Kristoff, it's gonna be Disney Plus. No, what I'm saying is I would be surprised because they're not running their studios the same way anymore. That's true. They they are trying Which is to figure why it out. All their feature films all have this kind of cheesiness to it because they're not kind of weeding that out. I feel yeah. like no. I mean, hell, even in Ant Man, his daughter does more fighting than he does, and so does Michelle Pfeiffer. And Ant Man doesn't save the day. His girlfriend does. Oh, well, Spoiler for Ant Man. I don't 3. know what that has to do with. I'm just the saying. Studio sizes. I know what I'm saying is the way they structure everything now, even MCU, is very female centric, oh. and and that's fine. But you have to remember, we live in a world now where the audience is a lot wider, and there's a lot of representation, and men are part of that. And just, you can you can have strong, cool male characters. No, I think because the, he is one. I think part of the problem with Frozen Two is they were trying to focus on too many characters at once. Yeah, like and they were trying to make Kristoff a main one, and it didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. He, I he, they they did him dirty. They did the whole again. I don't think you can po- point to a specific problem with this because the actual specific problem is that it wasn't done, and it's not clear what the final intention would have been. It felt like. Everybody just wrote a scene, and then they figured out how to bridge them together. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was like, I'm going to write scenes one, two, and three. You write four, five, six, and we'll see if it makes any exactly, sense. Exactly, because you know what? Yeah. It's, I it kind of recognized this writing process. It felt, and I don't know if that's exactly how it worked, but the film felt jigsawed together. Yeah. And no hate on that. I love writing things like a jigsaw puzzle, but the problem with doing it that way is you have to go through and re-edit it a bunch more times yeah. than you normally would have because there's going to be gaps and there's going to be places where it doesn't fit perfectly that you don't pick up on the first couple or times. Or you bring in a script doctor yeah. to just go, let me smooth this out. Because I'm looking at it from an outside perspective. And you have to be careful when you do that because oftentimes they can completely skew the meaning of the movie. But if it's somebody you trust. And exactly. And and there's there's plenty of writing teams that do that. And it just do better, Disney. I, yeah. Do again, better. I, I'm, not, I'm not in the industry. I'm only adjacent to it. So I only know so much. Yeah. But if it were me, I would have done a lot of those things differently. And it would have been... The ending would have been as described. Kristoff would not have had that weird song in the middle. And instead, they would have done the post-credit scene exactly the way you said and been like, hey, we set up a proposal. Call me Disney. I'll write for you. Or me. <laughs> Both of us. All right. I'll sing. I'll, I'll fix I'll fix all your plot holes. That's That'll be my job. Oh, God. All right. So we got to rate this thing. I was very excited for Frozen 2, and it let me down a little. It <laughs> yeah, did. I have a headache. I literally, the back of my eye oh. hurts because <laughs> it was so frustrating. I thought we were going to have more fun kind of dunking on this, but it's so frustrating trying to explain it. Because, yeah. That it's a time suck that you don't even have time to go, oh, but I, I forgot about this thing I didn't like, or I forgot about this thing that I did like. the plot does not flow together. No, it's, it's it felt 10 different movies. Yep. It, it, like, it could have been two separate movies. It could You could have just made, you could have made this a not a Frozen movie. You could have just taken those people who were trapped and made a separate movie altogether, different mythology. I don't care. Throw Kristoff in there. Yeah. 
And that could have been where the proposal was. Anna could have been going with him to learn about his history because he's the one who's kind of been displaced. And, and he was whole- part of them, right? That was a, that was supposed to be. A, I'm not wrong. Maybe he's dressed like them. I have okay. to assume. I, I think you're gonna find. Like I think you're gonna find out. Maybe he was raised by them and maybe got. I mean, here's the thing. At the beginning of the first, there's movie, your Kristoff. The beginning movie. of the first Frozen movie, you see his tribe and you see that they all kind of look like him and they look like. Yeah, that Delians. sawing scene. Was yeah, like, yeah, but he's they're dressed like the North Eldra, so maybe yeah. it's a related tribe. From like the old days? I don't know. They're, I don't know. They, they leave Christoph a lot of Kristoff's backstory unexplained, which is why I'm like, the third movie could be about Kristoff. It would be great. There is a bunch of questions, and the second movie answered a bunch of questions they didn't answer about Elsa because she wasn't meant to be the main character. She was supposed to be the villain. It was supposed to be Anna. They changed it halfway through. They need to do the same thing with Kristoff. And they could make it about his relationship with Anna, dealing with the fact that she is now high, like truly high society being the queen, and he's not sure how consort he's not sure how to rocks. he's not sure how to do it you know like he's he's tarzan basically I in this actually, girl's world yes because you know what disney doesn't do any movies about what the procedural life of being royal actually looks like yeah you know which oh the only disney movie that does that is the princess diaries and that's why princess movies are a lie not the princess diaries <laughs> not the Adam. princess diaries i'm I saying most princess disney diaries. movies they make it sound so great it's not that much it's fun just, i bet we need to see anna and and christoph ruling and then christoph having problems with it that would be great yes there you go Anna's we just wrote frozen three we just wrote Frozen 3. I don't know where the freezing comes in, but we'll figure it out later. I mean, Elsa, give Elsa a girlfriend. Also, give her Honey Marin. Just make, they won't do it because it'll make the conservatives angry. Eh. But I think she should date Honey Marin. Yeah, and if they fine. try to make her date Ryder, I'm going to punch somebody. Nah, Ryder's, Elsa, like, Ryder's a dork. Elsa <laughs> is either asexual or she's gay. I refuse to believe that Elsa is into men. It just doesn't vibe with me. I just, asexual probably. Yeah, a just lot from of being a loner whole life. A lot of people think that, and honestly, I vibe with it. That's fine. She reminds me actually a lot. Like I have um, I have this one friend who's like kind of gray asexual, and the way she explained it to me once, she's like, "I don't mind the concept if somebody else wants to do it. I'm just not going to seek it out." <laughs> there you go. So like, yeah, Elsa could have that. I'm fine with that, or just don't even bring it up. Who yeah, who cares? Because again, like it, it's, it's it's you. Elsa doesn't need a love interest. Yeah, no, true. we don't have to explain it every time. I'm just saying if they're going to throw Honey Marin in there, they should either develop that friendship or 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 develop it another way. Because they just kind of threw her in there and they're like, you're friends. And it's like, are they? Are Again, they, we're, or are we're they going two, Legend of Korra with this one. two women chatting. We're going Legend of Korra. Yeah. <laughs> it always goes back to Airbenders. I liked Korra song. I love that show. I just wish they would have fleshed out the the love interest at the end. Don't worry. We have more chances. First of all, there are comics where they do a great job of it. But second of all, all of those movies from that studio are coming. Oh, yeah. Avatar Studios. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. More creators of popular franchises should follow this lead. Because, like, guys, yeah, man. you can do it. You have the fans behind you. Teen Titans creators, I'm looking at you. If you wanted to, I'm actually, it's kind of really hard for them because DC licensing. Avatar, it's easier because they created something very original. Yeah, it's owned by Nickelodeon. They're desperate these days. And they don't, if it's not SpongeBob, what else they got? Well, that's the thing. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of these channels are desperate. The thing is, I, I don't think that a Warner Brothers is as desperate as they, they ought to be. Oh, yeah, no. They got to get hungry again. <laughs> well we should rate this thing we should we all should. right you're gonna I rate it first it, so i will rate it i'm gonna give frozen to a solid seven and i would rate it lower if i didn't love these characters so much i think it did i think i i'm giving it to the extra point because i think what the movie was doing was very ambitious i think what they were trying to explain was it to their credit a kind of difficult concept 
to get across. And given the time constraint that I'm sure they were under because of the company and what I know that atmosphere was like at the time, they did their best. Also, the music, lovely. I Robert and Kristen Anderson Lopez have done it again. Yeah. I I love everything they wrote. I'm not gonna say it's bad music. It's it just not my. It's not my type of music. All but. of the reasons we just explained, but yeah. it's a Frozen movie and a Disney movie. And you I wasted have to give it. great music in a bad movie. Yeah, like it gets a seven because I know it could have been better. Okay. Oh. It gets a seven because in my mind, I've already rewritten the ending. Oh man, I want to go like really low with this. There are things. I respect the animation was way better. Kristoff's a great character who was grossly underused. Yeah. Besides the animation and just, uh, I don't, there was nothing for me here. I didn't like, I didn't like this movie. I had a bad time. The eighties power ballad was kind of for you. Yeah, but even that I didn't think. W- I thought the thing you showed me that was a pen, a it pencil was better. The test pencil, the pencil sketch, the power ballad was funny. better. The pencil sketch was better for the story. Yeah, but n- even that song I thought was a little bit better. You got that right, it, baby. It was it's, cute. Yeah. I Anna and Kristoff deserve a duet. Like and I it, know Jonathan Groff deserved his own song, but he kind of yeah. did have one. Anna and Kristoff don't have a duet, and she has a duet with the villain. Yeah, it's designed. That, re- that song is like a design of their whole relationship. Yeah, it's just it's so cute. I like you, you like me. You're gonna screw up, and I don't care. And that's literally their relationship, and it's adorable. It's yeah, and it's just she's, she's like, oh, you're too awkward to be forward. Don't worry, I'm the loudest person I know. Marry me. Yeah, no, they're they're they're. It's a good, well written couple that was just. Just wasted and the fact that i'll never get to see that scene animated through makes me so sad i'm giving this a two. Oh my god frozen two no um point for animation all right um and a point for trying i don't a know point for trying. i just i i honestly i had to turn this off halfway through because i was so bored and all the decisions are bad all the all the decisions by the characters, the writers, the the right—they do things that are just not human. Nothing makes sense in this movie, and it's just here's a bunch of stuff we threw at a dartboard and hoped it would work. It, it was like a Mad Libs. It really was like doing a Mad Libs, and you're just—I don't know. I didn't like this movie. I'm and I don't like the Frozen series. I know everybody gets mad, but. Frozen means a lot to me for reasons oh, I've no. already explained. And that's fine. I'm not going to tell somebody that what you like is garbage. I, I'll i just say, for me, it feels like garbage. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's just not It's not for me. And that's fine. There's a lot of things that aren't for you that I like and vice versa. You did show me Black Christmas. Yeah, but you liked that, didn't <laughs> you? I thought it was... I, I told you the same... No, the one that <laughs> You just I didn't really, like the ending. The one that I really should bring up is you did show me um The Thing. Oh, that's right. You Where didn't I was like, like yep, this is a horror movie. And that bro- that broke me. You didn't like that movie. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's my Frozen is the thing. And why not? It takes place in Antarctica. <laughs> the man's version of Frozen is the thing. I don't think that is it. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's like, hey, Dad, we're going to watch Frozen well, hi, tonight. Lenny. Hey, bud. You came out? <laughs> he always comes out at the end. Big eyes. He's so cute. His green eyes. Yeah. Lovely. Well, hey, bud. Yeah, so I'm. I gave this a two. I just, I didn't feel much watching this, it's and fair. the things I wanted to feel were not focused on. 
Yeah, that's that's what's really frustrating about it. You want them to dive more into yeah. things they don't dive more into. So I'm hoping they get ballsy with three, with three. You know what? Fingers crossed, hands clasped in a prayer that they give them enough time and space to make it a good movie. Yeah. Given the moves that Disney has made as a company recently, i.e. laying off 7,000 employees and then announcing a <laughs> truly ambitious number of movies, many of which are sequels, I have a lot of doubts. I have a lot of doubts about the future of the company going forward in general, which is, you know, sad for me uh, because I love Disney and I always have. And uh, for better or for worse, unless they do something truly egregious, I always will. But they seem to be making some very bad moves on the chessboard here that I am not like, okay, look, I understand we're in a recession. Companies are losing money. But when you are losing money, I don't think that you take money out of the thing is the main thing that your company does. I think you actually should put more money into that thing. And more talent. And yeah. And they won't. Because Just concentrate people who are really good. Yeah. And, or, and- or open up your little schools again, scoop up some really hungry young animators, mm-hmm. and train them. And some hungry young writers, writers, please, for the love of God, hire better writers because your stuff stinks. The MCU is trash right now. The MCU, it's just... It doesn't make sense. The MCU just is also too rushed for me to be a judge. I can't tell if it's bad writer. No, it's bad. It's bad. I've been sitting through it and sitting with the old movies, the originals, to now... It's a completely well, different no. animal. Okay, it's, I can't it's, tell. It's not, not that I can't tell if it's bad writing. I can't tell if these are bad writers or if the writers are just being beaten over the head with hammers every day. That, like from it's, stress. It's, well, leave your writers alone. You can, you can give writers notes, but you can't always just, we need a toy. It's like, you know what? We'll figure that out when we get there. You'll have your toys. Please stop trying to reverse engineer shows. Because you know what? Just make a good film and it will sell itself it'll sell its products yeah you know why cartoons in the 80s were bad and weird because you were just trying to sell toys stop it they were great toys though how many times (laughs) are we going to learn this how many times we have to teach you this lesson old man (laughs) just a fish and spongebob getting beaten up over and over again very angry we are punchy tonight oh man david zaslav i'm looking directly at you yeah yuck Actually, I'm not looking at you because you gross me out for a number of reasons. Just his policy decisions make me think I would not like him as a person. Yeah, I don't. Ugh. All right. Well, that was Frozen too. It was. And next week on the show. Oh, yeah. Have you said this out loud yet? Do I, I have know not. what I'm doing? We are doing my birthday episode. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do know what this we is. We are going to watch one of my all-time favorite films. Who framed Roger Rabbit? And this is extra fun because we're doing a double birthday episode here because it is not only your birthday soon, it is also Sam's birthday soon. Oh, really? Her birthday's the 13th oh, of March. I'm the 12th. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> and this is also her favorite movie. Oh, so hopefully. you're going to be in on it. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you too. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, so next week on the show, we're going to watch. Sam the 13th or the 7th? I may have mixed up her and Noel. Uh-oh. Noel might be the 13th and Sam might be the 7th. Either way, her birthday's soon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. My two roommates have birthdays a week apart. Oh man! Right, That's... mine's in October. I saved everybody some trouble. Yeah, all my friends are in March. Most of my friends are in March. We're just like a big party month. So many are March and <laughs> April. So next week on the show, we're gonna watch my favorite movie. Please. 
Betty? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Oh, and this is why we did an animated movie first. Because yeah. I was like, oh, we're going into animation. Yes. We I are. remember now. We're full uh, circle. It's just, this movie is perfection to me. It, it honestly, I haven't seen it since I was probably in my 20s. Oh, so we're all going to watch this together, right? We can. We can. We can have a little thing. It's You could come to my apartment. You've never been there. That's true. So next week on the show, we're going to watch my favorite movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Hey! Oh, so happy. I'm so happy to finally have context for Jessica Rabbit. I have been waiting so long to play this for you. Like, since we started the show, I was like, I was holding off on this one because I wanted to get a few episodes under the belt. Have I? I think I've done all my hold-offs. I think you have. I have a list. We'll, we'll find out. So next week on the show, like we said... Who framed Roger Rabbit? Very exciting. So until next time, I have been Adam Ock. I have been Melanie Weir. And we just made you watch... A podcast. Let it go. Let it go. And we'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs>